0: ever (laughs) finished it's always beginning it's always ending
1: ever evolving tv that's what we should call this the ever evolving can
0: you change my title Ah, might
1: have (laughs) 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 we've got some finalities finalities okay we've got some finales we need to talk about as well as a couple of premieres what ends must begin Ah. The Good Fight, which is on CBS All Access. Yes, that is the uh, CBS's own standalone uh, network. Mm-hmm. Uh, offline, if you want to you want to consider it like that. It is one of the original shows. They've got a couple of them. It's the spinoff of The Good Wife. You've heard us talk about it. It has just concluded its second season. And guess what? It got renewed for season three. Yeah. Now, the question is, where are we? What is Diane doing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What what What's everybody doing? Are we really, really at
0: a good place right now? Well, no. Um, it is the good what? Fight! There you go. And this season, well, this is Diane's story. Um, she's the driving force the same way Alicia was in The Good Wife. And in this season, we see the evolution mm. of Diane. She starts the season not knowing where she is, Trump is president, what happened, I don't know. She gets into psychedelic drugs. Oh, okay. All kinds of things happen, but there's a moment when she says, that's enough. I'm clear and I'm in control. And then by the end of the season, the final episode, she says, even that's not enough. Because it's time to do you know what, fight. What are we fighting? That's the question. So what has happened is, as always in The Good Wife, the authorities are involved in lawyers' business. And the lawyers get entangled. They listen in on people. Oh, this so leads. for
1: mm-hmm. The Good Wife and now The Good Fight.
0: There you go. Now it's get the it. same kind of things happening to Diane.
1: Ah.
0: So she gets embroiled in all of this. So does the whole firm. Delroy Lindo, Audra McDonald, and everybody else. And... Our favorite Margaret Martindale plays a Democratic operative. She's the head, one of the heads of the DNC, I believe, in the show. And she lets slip some things in the final episode that you go, oh, now what is going on here? So this is the kind of show that uh, tackles what's going on politically directly. <laughs> oh, okay. There is no subterfuge, no hiding it. they straight out. You see Donald Trump, Right there, they attribute certain things to him that are real and some that are not. (laughs) And But what was beautiful about a lot of it is throughout most of the season, you gotta go, well wait, am am I seeing what Diane's seeing or what's actually there? So it's an interesting little tangle. And someone gives birth at the end of the season. All kinds of things have happened. But we know in season three, the fight is coming and Diane seems prepared. But what do the other people have up their sleeves? She has enemies coming at her from both sides.
1: Ooh, taun ta ta! That was a good teaser, good wrap up, and a good pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to AMC. Uh, this is the first season of The Terror. Oh. I always want to say that from the, uh, what was the other the one? The Strain. The yes. Strain, the Terror. <laughs> and, you know, you have been trying so hard to get me to watch this show. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't do horror. I'm not watching mm-hmm. that. You're like, no, it's not bad, It's good. That was me. I don't know. But, um, so, yeah, we've wrapped it up. Just ten episodes on AMC. Guess what? You better catch it fast because AMC likes to match those things down and you're gonna have to wait. So where do we leave with the terror and is this something that I can finish?
0: (laughs) Well, this is not something where you're gonna go, ooh, I can't wait to go through 10 hours. (laughs) 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 Because it is a watch. It's a tough watch um, for a lot of it. But the question is with any tough watch, is it rewarding? Mm -hmm. Like to me, I watch Legion, which is the toughest of all watches so this is like okay this is almost a a respite (laughs) (laughs) but it's tough especially in the middle of this season ref it because it's slow and they drag some things out but i'll tell you this on the other side i think it's worth it if you like a a slow thriller Mm. A slow burn thriller, yeah, at the the end, you're like, okay, I know exactly what's going to happen here. I know where I've come from. I know where I'm going. These these characters make sense. Because what happens, everybody, in the terror is, um, it's it's based on uh, uh, when they were exploring the Northwest Passage, uh, Great Britain, uh, what, in the 19th century. Uh, So that's what's going on here. And one of the expeditions was lost. So this is based on the novel of the same name by Dan Simmons, where he takes that and runs with it. He says, well, what could have happened to uh, these men for three years in the Arctic? They're not supposed to be there for three years. (laughs) So you can imagine what happens. Now, they are, uh, of course, dealing with the elements. They've disturbed the elements. Uh, The Eskimos who live up there are disturbed Oh. By their presence. Of course they are. And there's a monster. I won't reveal what the monster is about, what its motivations are, what it looks like. But there is a monster, and that's why this is horror. But it's not like, okay, I'm going to see Saw. It's not that. (laughs) Okay, this is suspense thriller. And what I will say again, for the whole sweep of the season, I enjoyed it. I do have to say that the acting was just top-notch. I mean, are you kidding me? Led by Jared Harris as, the, as one of the captains, or the captain, I should say.
1: I feel like uh, he was a captain in his past.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and can I tell you, Raffin? we'll end it after this, for this. He gives a monologue toward the end of this season. That will just go down as the way to do a monologue. You're standing up, talking to a bunch of men. You got to lead them somewhere. Watch that! because he had to check certain men in this group who think they're going to take over. I won't tell you whether they do or not. And there was a moment in the speech where he just goes, and you're like, yeah, this is an actor who understands beats and instincts and all of that, and the rest of them did it as well. So there you go, everybody. If you are not bothered by a tough haul, I'll say, then check out The Terror. Does it live up to its (laughs) title? Yes, it does. Ooh,
1: nice. Krypton, which is on Uh sci-fi, is has been renewed for its second season, but we're gonna talk about its first. Another 10 episoder. Now, this is a superhero genre. It's on sci-fi! Yeah. So it's the first of its kind on sci-fi. And what an appropriate place for the world of Krypton to be explored. You know,
0: what an appropriate yeah.
1: place. The question is, do we want to? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, keep in mind, we talked about this when it started. This is uh, the story of Superman's grandfather. Yes. So it's 200 years before his birth, approximately. Okay. And it includes Superman's grandfather's grandfather. Oh, boy. So you see how, who's that? The, the great, great grandfather of Superman. How his inventions led to what we see in the Superman mythology. Oh. So there are interesting things going on. And there are other people from Superman's time who end up in the show, I won't tell you how. Hmm. So we do have the Elves, that family, which is Superman's family. And we have the Zods. Yes. And we have another family that is, which is made up, I believe, for this show that's in between, doing things. We have villains who are familiar. I will even give them away now that we've ended up this season. The main villain is Brainiac. okay? And Brainiac takes over the religion on Krypton or on this part of Krypton, I should say, Mm -hmm. that Superman's from. And boy, oh boy, if you know Brainiac, well, it's Brainiac. Brainiac can take over brains okay (laughs) he's smarter than everybody and we'll talk about similar things going on in the flash when we get there in a moment so the question is can they stop bring who likes to uh, essentially collect worlds literally
1: Oh, sounds very familiar well not maybe not collect
0: yeah (laughs) so he he goes around the universe collecting worlds and he he says look I'm saving you you will live on forever Okay, all right. But the question is how. (laughs) Okay, it's not what you would choose. So, that's the main thrust here. And, of course, all the the politics of uh, Krypton, et cetera, and so on.
1: So nobody's flying around. Nobody's
0: doing... That's right, because remember, Superman drives exactly. his plant, his yes, powers, how that happens, right?
1: So we need to make sure the the audience, some of them are, not they're like, oh, right. wow, Superman, oh, no, different. Yeah, it's not a
0: bunch of people flying around Krypton, no, <laughs> outside of vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have flying vehicles, and that's how they do it, okay? <laughs> and then there's even upper class, lower cap class distinctions on, on Krypton, et cetera. Um, so yeah, that's the point. Now that concept and a lot of concepts we know from Superman are brought up in interesting ways, story-wise. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Okay. So someone knows that hey, if you go to Earth, you could have these powers. Gotcha. What does that mean? Huh. So and there is a villain to come in season two, who they were playing around with in this first season. If anyone knows this villain, this one I won't give away since it's coming up in season two. Okay. You go, what are you doing? <laughs> now, to wrap it up with this, with two things. I mentioned at the start of this uh, show that it looks a little cheap.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: That didn't change.
1: Aww.
0: So or, if you're gonna watch this, you have to be willing to just forgive them. Okay. Okay, forgive them.
1: They'll get more budget season two.
0: Hopefully. You <laughs> will have to forgive them for some of the writing. You will have to forgive them for some of the acting. But what the, the selling point is the ideas, how they play around with the Superman mythology, because this is not in the regular DC cinematic universe or comic book universe. They steal from it, but this is a standalone series. So they essentially can do whatever they want.
1: Which is interesting.
0: That's the interesting part, exactly, Raph. And that's why I still watch it regardless of its flaws.
1: Nice. Well, let's move on to a the same universe, mm-hmm. different network, The Flash, yeah. which is, it was in its fourth season, got picked up for another season. We're going five years with The Flash, and it's kind of hard to imagine. I didn't realize that it's been on that long. Yeah. And we've already talked about there was some time traveling going on, different universes. Do we call them universes? Different yes. time zones, universe, yep. universes, universes. Yep. And uh, the question is, are we racing
0: <laughs>
1: to watch this on CW? <laughs> I just had to do it. I
0: oh, to. my goodness. We could stop it right there. The, the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Well, I'm still watching. Of um, course you are. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a fan of The Flash, and I uh, ignore its flaws. Are its flaws as significant as Krypton's? No. Okay, but they're Well, there. they're five seasons in. I mean, four yeah. seasons
1: in. So they've ironed some stuff out.
0: And they don't have a problem with the way it looks. I mean, look, a Speedster, first of all, is just great visually. Great yeah. to look at. And what they do with it, uh, TV-wise, I think is wonderful. Um, now, in the fourth season, the question is, who uh, is Team Flash fighting? Hmm. And this is where, in this season, I wasn't quite as enthused. Yeah,
1: you liked season three a lot.
0: Yeah, I like it more complex. I like it when it's more than one villain, when there's more than one thing they have to fight throughout the season. I mean, this is over 20 episodes. Yeah. But this time we have one major guy who's the villain, and he's a megalomaniac. You know, he knows everything, and he develops a way to increase his wisdom, and this leads to him actually uh, setting the events up to create metahumans, okay. and then steal their powers so that he becomes a super meta-human. Oh. Unstoppable. And his sidekick is his wife, who's also pretty much a genius. Okay. So they're scientists, they figure out all of this stuff up, and the reason they do it is to save humanity. Because in his opinion, technology is taking us into a dark path. Now, what I would say, unfortunately, to him is, if you were so smart, you'd know that that's inaccurate. But anyway, <laughs> oh. I will go with the writers on this. Okay, this is a common misconception. So you'd think that the genius would know that that's a misconception. Anyway.
1: Oh, boy. Maybe you're the... Maybe it's no, you. <laughs> no, no, it's
0: not. <laughs> I mean, really. So, anyway, despite all of that, he succeeds, he's a, he's a super, super genius. No one is smarter than Mother on the planet. How can you stop this guy? <laughs> but the thing is, I don't need to see 23 episodes of this. Oh, like goodness. after a while, it just becomes redundant. It's like, okay, I know it we to end it. something. Yeah. yeah, come on. And that was my problem with this season. That one thing, it was too much of him. We needed someone else involved uh, in an arc. Yeah to break this up. So that's my one knock, and I hope that in the next season, they go back to more of the flashier stuff we had before, which is a lot of things going on. We can have him, but let's have other people involved in uh, a more significant way.
1: Wait, so what's the cliffhanger? So what? where are we left with? What are we
0: getting into for season five? Well, you talked about time travel, right? Oh dear. And, We've seen the flash go into all kinds of times in all kinds of dimensions, but mostly it's the past, and he's the one time traveling. Well, someone else does a little bit of time traveling from the future to the present. Ooh. So who is this person? Will you find out? And what is going on because the future might be in trouble? Well or is the present? or the past. I don't know. So there's your little hook.
1: Ooh, like it. Listen, Madam Secretary on CBS has wrapped up its fourth season as well and is heading for season five. How long is this woman in office?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember now, you know, you, you, if you are serving a president who's been there in two terms, you could have eight years, right?
1: Good gracious. I don't want to see all that, but anyway, maybe (laughs) you do. I didn't mean to say that. I just, let's move on. But, uh, (laughs) I, He, he, it's a popular show and yeah. it definitely has, um, you know, some very interesting twists and turns to this, to the dynamic of that family who mm-hmm. has been through a lot of situations. So where are we at this point? I mean, last I watched her husband was off doing missions and over mm-hmm. here doing that stuff. I mean, not mission work, but like on missions. Yes. And she was, still plugging away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and what one of the things, I'm so glad you said that, Ref, because it's making me remember this. One of the triumphs of this show is not only how they develop the lead character played by Taya Leone. Who we but love. But also, yeah, say that again, I'm sorry. Who we love. We oh, love. Yeah, are, are you kidding? I, you know what? I could listen to her read any book. <laughs> just that, that raspy, kind of gentle voice, and she's so smart. I just want... I could bathe in that, but anyway.
1: Oh, wow. So,
0: Tim. the other thing, <laughs> the other thing that they've done well in developing, the other character is her husband, Dr. Henry McCord, played by Tim Daly. Tim Daly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who can't love him as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. they're just so well matched. I just love watching their relationship and I love watching them separately. So, his character really develops where he gets into intelligence, all kinds of things. Fascinating stuff. And I will say that this show is getting better with age.
1: Oh good, I'm glad to hear
0: that. The fourth season is definitely my favorite of the four. Um, I think they found the balance. I think they found ways to uh, write the procedural parts where she has to deal with certain world crises episode to episode that feel more immediate. Um, And what's going on Character arc-wise, for the family, for the country, for the administration, I think they've really figured out a way to do that and balance it. Um, so I, I give kudos to them in season four. It, it feels like a, a blanket of a show to me now, where mm. I can trust it, I don't have to worry too much. They're not gonna go too far in any direction. It's, it's quintessential CBS. But I'll say, because you said, how long is she gonna be in this role? Yeah. Well, isn't that the question? Because people want her to run for president after, yeah, president, you've, right, you've after president Dalton is done, right? Mm-hmm. And she's been resisting it. Well, at the end of season four, uh-oh. we, and I by we, I mean the yeah. world, is brought to the brink of, it, of, of its existence. What? Yeah, I will tell you how. Some events happen where you go, uh-oh, this might be all over. Now, something happens that clarifies that and things are okay.
1: Wait, the world? The world.
0: You said it. Now. Oh, wow. This leads Elizabeth, that's the Madam Secretary, Yes. to have a different outlook Mm. on running for president. I won't tell you how Uh or in what way. So it changes her opinion. It changes her husband's opinion. Who would go with her anyway? He doesn't care. But this is a shock of all shocks. Oh, nice. And so we'll see in season five what happens.
1: Ooh, look at that. Listen, I think we should take a break and uh, we've got a giveaway that we want to talk to you about. Oh, dear listeners, we have a wonderful opportunity for you.
0: Yes. (laughs) Is this a giveaway?
1: This is a giveaway. Guess what? What? We are giving away at Why Watch That Three, and I repeat, three copies of a pretty awesome combo. Are you ready?
0: I know what it is.
1: Gladiator and...
0: Braveheart.
1: What? Two of our favorite movies. We love those movies here at Why Watch That. You have a chance to win one of three copies of a Gladiator-Braveheart combo. Now, what's in this combo? Mm.
0: Critic. Well, first of all, it's Blu-ray. Ooh. Okay. And each movie is three discs of full ca- of a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray with a digital Dang. copy. Oh so one for Gladiator, one for Braveheart. And look, you get all kinds of special features. Of course, look, this is Blu-ray. You know you're going to get a commentary. You know you're going to get certain missing scenes or whatever else they do. And you yes. get the movie itself. I mean, really. Look. It's available, too, on May 15th. So if you don't get the giveaway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, listen, you can go to our website, whywatchthat.com slash giveaways. Or you can just go straight to Why Watch That and fish around because we've got some awesome things on the site. And we're going to announce the winners June 1st. So you don't have that much time. Yeah. What we suggest you do is to go to our website. You can enter that way, but there are mo- other ways. You can subscribe to our um, you can you can subscribe to our show. You can shout us out on uh, social media. Lots of ways to enter, but we encourage you to do it now. Okay, we are back.
0: Oh, 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 we've got
1: a couple season premieres to wrap this thing up. The split, the split, Uh-oh. the split. Is it the split?
0: It's on Sundance.
1: We've got a lot of 10 episoders, really not a lot of commitment. Sometimes you can't devote 24 episodes to something and you just want to get in and get out. Yeah. The split is in its first season and it just started. Mm-hmm. I'm eager to, I've heard about it. But I'm just eager to get back to Sundance TV. <laughs> it used to be my go-to. I misrectify, but the split, the split, is uh, is making its premiere. You got a chance to take a look. Mm-hmm.
0: And this is a British legal drama.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and what do you think when you think legal and split? Well, you th- Yeah, that's what you think about, right? And that's what this is about. So this is actually this is the interesting little twist. It's about a family of divorce lawyers oh interesting all female uh, oh <laughs> so the mama has her own shop and her grown daughters are all lawyers two of whom work with mama one of whom left for another she split firm. yes okay and that's the lead the lead is played by nicola walker um and nicola walker if you have seen um, Last Tango in Halifax. Okay. She was in that. She was in Collateral, that miniseries with... Um, on Netflix. On Netflix. There you okay. go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wonderful actress. And all of these people know how to act. Now, she has her own family as well. She has her husband and kids. They seem to be happy, right? Well, no. it's called The Split. I don't know. Because oh. there's a colleague at work. We get some information about that. But... What's going on there? I don't quite know. We'll see. So what happens is, of course, she's just started at this new firm. And who is she up against? Her old firm, the family firm. Get out, of course. This sounds
1: a lot like the good wife. That'd be great. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: So we have that. And this leads to one of her sisters, who's on the other side, finding out some information about a client of hers, a potential one, and what happens there. So are we gonna be in a vicious cycle here where each tries to scoop the other or not? And then how is that gonna work when they have family gatherings?
1: Oh, it's like Blue Bloods as
0: well. Oh my gosh, it's just everything <laughs> yeah. I
1: love in one. I'm gonna check out.
0: That. <laughs> so that's what's happening here. Now, this is not, you know, drama. Right. In tone, it's closer to drama D. Oh. That's where we are. So, you know, it's not that deep. Not yet. We'll see where they go. And this is only, what, six episodes total in the first season? So, you know, this is the kind of thing... It's it's May. We're going into June. It's the right uh, time for this, yep. I believe. It's soapy. It is. Um, so if you want this kind of thing... It's not overheated, though. It's British. We get that. <laughs> then this is the show for you. It is on Sundays. Yes. So they have a particular a style on that network. And I think this fits in. Is it the best thing I've ever seen in legal drama-wise? No, Uh, but I don't mind it.
1: Oh, you sold it well. I did say it was 10 episodes, six
0: episodes. Yeah, six. Mm -hmm.
1: Sundance TV, you can check it out. There's also a lot of goodies on Sundance. So Mm -hmm. uh, most of Sundance TV's uh, original shows end up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So you, you you know you've got a lot of choice uh, choices with that network, and you can obviously continue on choosing with the split. Now let's end this whole thing with a new show. It's more of a mini series on Amazon called "Picnic at Hanging Rock." Yes, yeah. "Picnic at Hanging Rock." Have mm-hmm. no idea what that's about. It uh, oh, it, you know it's it's interesting sounds like a novel or something. It sounds like something, it, it, that it was something. Yep. So knowing Amazon and knowing the fact that it's just six total, you can probably binge it all at once. It's probably a nice little summer snack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're absolutely right. It is uh, based on a novel of the same name. And that novel was actually made into a movie in the 70s oh. uh, by Peter Weir who directed Witness, Master and Commander, and uh, even more stuff. Stuff you wouldn't even predict if you heard those movies. Great director. Um, Of course, I've seen the movie. Uh, And the movie, if you ever watch it, it takes a while in the beginning for it to get going, but then it does. Now, in the show, it's different. This show does not attempt to create the movie. So let me talk about what this is about. This is uh, about a little school and we're in Australia. Hmm. Um, It's a school for girls, right? This is set in 1900. okay, yes. Now, this school in the show, we see the headmistress, she owns it. We see how she comes into possession of the building. She has some ideas in her head that may not be savory. (laughs) Oh, dear. So she has to hide her identity. Why? Well, you get some answers to that not all Mm -hmm. and we see how you know that comes to be she opens up the school for girls okay so they have to have some money to come to the school she needs money to keep it running she has teachers as well under her wing so some of these teachers have ideas about how to you know teach girls it's 1900 (laughs) okay so we get that and uh, one of the things that happens annually at the school as they take the senior girls out to Hanging Rock. Mm. Now, one of the younger girls wants to go with them, of course, she can't go, etc. and so on. But she has a little dirt on the headmistress to try to blackmail her. Oh. She and one of the senior girls. Now, is this headmistress gonna let that go?
1: Oh, heck no, she is a headmistress. <laughs>
0: Well, you'll find out when you watch it. Now, the headmistress is played by Natalie Dormer, who is in the Tudors. Uh, oh, she she's was a,
1: definitely not letting that go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, she was in. A, she's just a wonderful actress uh, in a lot of stuff that you've you've probably seen, or even if you don't know who she is. Um, so, yeah, you know, so you get you get a a whiplash from her performance, <laughs> just the looks. So when they go off to Hanging Rock they have a picnic of course there's some teenage boys involved oh boy you know of course they're looking longly at the at the girls uh, we got it well what happens is three of the senior girls the main three and one of the teachers go missing oh dear what happened they can't find them who's to blame is it the boys is it the headmistress is it someone else Is it just an accident that happened? Well, we see how all of these events unfurl. And of course, secrets are unearthed. Does it affect the community? Yes. And are they ever found? Now, at the beginning, they say this is based on a true story. Is it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is the kind of thing that you have to think about when watching it now. To wrap it up, here's the aesthetic. This is a modern aesthetic. You get colors, you get cuts, all kinds of things going on. So they really want to make this for now. And what I have to say though, unfortunately for me, is by doing that, what they lost is really who they are and why I care. Hmm. It's a bit cold. So, and, and look, that's fine. If you want to do cold, you can, but if you're going to do cold, you better go even further. And I need to go, whoa. And I didn't feel that either. Okay. So it just feels like, okay, you've updated this, but I've seen the movie yeah. and like, I don't really need to go through this again. Uh, the movie's good enough for me to stick with that. But if you haven't seen the movie and you're interested in this, you can check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. I mean, if you already have the subscription, why not? Uh, you don't have to watch everything. Watch the first episode and see mm. and you'll know ah there we go
1: now listen we've gone over some shows that have ended and shows that have started us again and I guarantee you we're not finished (laughs) (laughs) but if you want to check anything out uh, we suggest that you check out our website at whywatchthat.com where we have even more reviews of more movies as well as other TV experiences especially from the critics point of view because I watch select ones (laughs) (laughs) but he can keep you up to date on whatever's on the tube so we'll catch you next time